Listening to Align Your Health, the sh- show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery on 55 KRC Detox Station. And just want to say good afternoon, happy holidays. Yes, what a good Thanksgiving. And uh, Ashley and I were just laughing because we were talking about this holiday season. You're going to hear that a lot. Um, I know in our office, we'll start hearing people. Oh, I'm so busy because it's the holidays. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, you know, we got so much going on, the holidays this, the holidays that. And when you really think about it, it's uh, it's kind of funny how much time and how much energy we dedicate to three days. Yes. <laughs> That's literally what we were just laughing about, how when you break it down, the holidays are three days. Yeah. What are we really talking about? We're talking about Thanksgiving. Yep. We're talking about Christmas. Yep. And then we're talking about basically New Year's. Right. Right. Maybe an Eve here or there, but right. basically we're talking about three days. And um, I said this this week in front of some people, and it's funny, but we turn three days into roughly two and a half months of like debauchery <laughs> and bad choices and, and stress and overconsumption. Yes. Yes. And it gets crazy. And yeah. so... What we're talking about today is holiday stress. Yes. Such a, this is such a good, I'm excited about today. Today's really going to be incredible. Holiday stress. um, Yeah. And listen, before we dive in today, I think that it should be said that we did, um, we did a show on stress and the perception of stress. And I would say that it's one of the most, um, you know, in terms of feedback, it's one of the biggest shows that people give us feedback on that that they loved. So if you want to go back and hear that, go on to iTunes, check out Align Your Health podcast. Um, You can also go on DrRyanLive.com and check out all of our podcasts on there. But check out that stress podcast because honestly, Honestly, it's it's a really it's a huge game changer in terms of how you view stress, um, and it's really going to give you a great foundation to what you're listening to today. So um, I would hop back on and check that out. Yeah, and anytime during the show you want to learn more about us, go to AlignHealthCenter.com, and uh, not only can you get to know our office a little bit and get to understand what we stand for. There's amazing recipes, all kinds of cool stuff in there. But the most important thing is that's where you can go at any time. If you're like, the, this is it. This is who I need to, to make a partnership or, or a relationship with a doctor like this and really work on my health in this way. You know, uh, This week, for instance, we had some people come in. They're like, it's funny, the show is called Align Your Health. And, he, and a couple of the patients that came in said, you're just very aligned with what I believe health is supposed to be. And I just don't like what I hear from doctors, but I just feel like what you're teaching is in alignment with what I believe. And he said, you know, one guy said, I saw him today, actually, he said, uh, I just really believe that you're supposed to get to the cause of the problem. I really believe that like I'm here because I don't want to do this superficial stuff. Right. Right. And uh, so it's just been awesome this month. I mean, we saw, I think it was 11 people from the radio show contacted us, um, and scheduled new patient appointments last week. Right. And so we keep five open, and then if we can fit more in, we try to do that. So if you guys are uh, listening and you want to schedule, go to align, uh, alignhealthcenter.com, 
and uh, go ahead and click on schedule a new patient appointment, and we'll make sure we get in touch with you right away to get that scheduled. So, um, so let's get started. We're talking about stress, and you know, I don't want to. I want to talk a little bit about you know the epidemic because stress has been dubbed uh, the health epidemic of the 21st century by no other than the World Health Organization. In fact, between '83 and 2009. Stress levels, they say, increased by 10 to 30 percent amongst all demographic groups in the United States. So it seems like this problem is getting worse. Studies are showing that adults consider job stress to be their major sources. But what's interesting is during the holiday season, no one's going to work. Like they're taking time off. In fact, especially here in Cincinnati with Procter & Gamble and GE and all those people yeah. who saved up vacation time. Yeah. Some of them are taking Near a month off. Nearly a month off, which is awesome. Hey, kudos to those employers that are giving their employees a month off. Like that that's good job. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, so in terms of how stressful can your job be when you're, you know, able to have that last month of December off. So how much is job stress actually con- uh, contributing to holiday stress? Um, that's a great question. So the American Psychological Association of uh, Stress in America survey Results show that 75% of adults reported experiencing moderate to high levels of stress in the past month, and nearly half reported that their stress increased in the past year. Even more concerning was the National Institutes of Mental Health report that said approximately one out of 75 people are actually experiencing panic disorders. Well, you know, we've addressed this before, that the schedule of the typical high school student would be enough and to put a man in the 1950s into a psych ward. So, I mean, we are overscheduled. We are doing too much. Like what, what we're doing mentally right now um, is way too much. But this is just kind of setting the stage for where are we at right now in terms of stress. And I don't think – I can't imagine that there's a human on the planet that would say – do we have it? Like, is there an issue with stress in our society that would say, oh, absolutely not. I've never I've never even heard of that or I've never thought that that's possible. Um, I think we're all in agreement that this is this is a huge deal. Yeah. When we're under stress, it's understand it's uh, <clears throat> sorry, important to understand the physiological response of what's happening. So why are we under chronic stress? First of all, um, we're designed to have a certain response to stressors. Like if a bear jumped in the room, that's the one I always say. Coming right. from Jordan Rubin used to say that. If a bear jumped in the room right now, right. we all know that that like we would all freak out. Like, right. And my favorite joke is to say it's a bingle that's jumping in the room, right? When you're in bangle. Cincinnati. Yeah. So if a bangle tiger jumped into the room right now, right. your pupils would dilate, your heart rate would change, your blood pressure would change. All these things would happen because of a hormone that's being secreted called cortisol. Now, cortisol also has an effect on adrenaline. It has an effect on uh, catecholamines, all these different chemicals. But basically, what I want you to understand is there's a chemical response that happens in your body. The problem is that we are nowadays, due to our schedules, due to deadlines, due to requirements, due to sometimes the holiday stress is all about knowing that after we've had time off, we're going to come back to more work. Yeah. Because of the time off. Right. And so we can't even fully enjoy the time off because we know that it's actually going to mean more work when we come back or that we're leaving work unattended that should have been wrapped up or anything like that. Like some people will work so hard going to the holiday season and so hard coming back from the holiday season and then everything in between going back to its overconsumption, too many late nights, parties, alcohol. Uh, poor food choices, desserts, right. etc. Right. And so they're destroying their health in the meantime right. while 
carrying around this load of burden that they know they're going to be coming back to. So what they do is they get stuck in that state where they're producing all those chemicals. And those chemicals, here's the effects they have on your body. You ready? Cortisol decreases your immune response, creates more rapid heart rate and and breathing, increases blood pressure, causes uh, a response, a fight-or-flight response in the nervous system. That's usually your normal way to survive, but now we're stuck in a chronic stress state where it's not about surviving the Bengal tiger in the room. It's about literally trying to cope with the amount of stress we're dealing with. So today, what's the goal of today? The goal of today is to talk a little bit about the disorders related, to talk a little bit about um, how we combat this. But the most important thing we want to talk about is we want to give you guys a plan going into the holidays and talk about some practical ways to really counter this response, a stressful response every single day, right? Absolutely. So one of the things and one of the keys in my office is just people understand the role of chiropractic, the role of nutrition, the role of fitness during this time, and there aren't any magic pills. We're going to be talking <laughs> about those things. That's the, uh, that's the topic we're going to be going over coming up. So you're listening right now to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Ryan Berlin, and you're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station, the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And Ash- Ashley, let's talk about stress a little bit. One of the things that one of the things that we've talked about in the previous show is that um, there's a difference between distress versus eustress, that, you know, things that are we, – we, we previously believe that some things were, you know, good stressors. Some things were bad stressors. Yeah. But we talked about how when when the way we perceive stress, like so, like for instance, reading a book like that's considered to be a you stress, but to a kid that's struggling to learn how to read, that's it would a actually distress. be a distress, right? Yeah. Right. So that that being said, it's all about our perception, and you've been doing a lot of studying. And what is the research actually coming forth and saying about stress? That I know that we think it's all external, but really, what's happening? Oh, well, that stress is literally 99% internal. It's just it's just how you're reading it and measuring it from an internal capacity um, and what you're going to what you're going to make of it. You know, and so the interesting thing is, is that you can have somebody and, and listen, this makes sense. You're you're at first you're going to hear this and you're going to think, no, I'm actually stressed and I'm not. It's not because I'm creating it in my mind. And listen, it's also like the thought of that initially to me is also offensive because I don't want to think that I've ever created stress for myself in my own mind. Yeah. Right. But when you start breaking it down and you realize that why can why can some people, you know, uh, drive a race car? and go 210 miles an hour and somebody else would just literally could not be able to handle that. Yeah. Or how can, you know, um, we have awesome zookeepers in Cincinnati. That might be a job that would terrify somebody, you know, like, like they might not be able to physically do that because they're so scared of, you know, something, but we have people who that's not only do they love it, like that's what they want to do every single day and they're amazing at it and they, and they can handle that kind of stress. So, um, so the reality is, is, is what we're, what we're coming across now is that there isn't really good stress and bad stress. It's all stress. And it's really just how you dissect it, um, how you interact with it, what you choose to do with it. Um, and it's all, it's really and the beautiful part about it is that it, it frees us all up from thinking that there's things that are outside happening to us and really 
everything that's happening in the world, we get to choose if it's, you know, if it's good or if it's bad, if it's helpful, if it's not. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, but it also give, we also have a lot of responsibility. I thought of an example from this weekend. There were yeah. four people, um, 25, 30, 30 floors up on Trump Tower, and uh, two of them had no problem taking a photograph near the edge. <laughs> and two of them were really struggling to get close to the edge. Of, uh, yes, I don't like heights. Yeah, we, you know what? We were in uh, Chicago this weekend, and... Uh, we're able to uh, have some fun when we went to Trump Tower and had uh, had a meal up there and and at the top of uh, Trump Trump uh, you know Tower they have a, a restaurant and you know the view is pretty incredible but um, it's just interesting that the building height wasn't any different for two of us than it was for the other two. Right, exactly. But two of us were, had very sweaty palms and, <laughs> and, and weren't necessarily hungry. And you know what's so, funny is that leads us to the point, and, and this is something that um, before we broke last time, um, I wanted to get to is that that fight or flight response that your body does when you encounter stress, um, you know that it can happen whether it's triggered by real thoughts or imaginary thoughts. And that is... I mean, like, do do you hear, do you hear that you can have an actual fight or flight response? And listen, like tell somebody who's ever had a panic attack, like, oh, just calm down. It's well, all in your head. I want to, I want to use a practical example going into the holidays. Sure, so sure. let's just say that in the past, um, a family gathering has not gone well Sure. or, um, you have a family member who typically will react in a certain way or act in a certain way. So some people dread. They're like, oh, gosh, I have to. In fact, this happens so much. People dread going into Thanksgiving so much that Wednesday before Thanksgiving happens to be the biggest bar night of the year <laughs> and, and the biggest you know, night of alcohol consumption in a in a, a liquor establishment uh, of the entire year. But but people get so stressed out sometimes about a, a, a way that they perceive something might actually play out. Right. That hasn't even happened yet. Right. And, you know, we're big believers of what you think about, you bring about and, you know, some some law of attraction type stuff that and I don't even know if it's law of attraction or that we're actually designed to be creators, you know, in the image of God, that he is a creator and designed us to be creators. That's so good. And so what we do is we start creating this uh, idea in our head of one of the possible ways that this scenario could go down. And it's one of literally millions of ways, right? Right. So we start thinking about, we might even start having the conversations already in our head of mm-hmm. the way we think the other person is going to respond. And I, you know, this is, and this is how this is going to go. And they're going to get frustrated <laughs> about this. And blah, blah. Have you ever had an argument with somebody that isn't actually there? Oh, like all you the just time. Because I, yourself, I, you know, right. as, as a chiropractor, especially someone who practices a different version of healthcare and believes in looking at causes and not taking flu shots and not right. necessarily, you know, our kids, you know, not getting certain treatments that sometimes we go into these social situations and we're like, this is probably going to come up and that's probably going right. to come up. And right. how am I going to deal with this? Am I going to pretend they didn't say it? Am I going to try to teach them something or whatever? But what happens is by the time you get in that situation, you've already dwell, d- dwelled on this for so long that it may not even come up in the in the way that you think it is, but you may actually End you up, may respond. You may a... <laughs> end up putting it, inserting it into the right. conversation out of fear that it's right. going to come up and like, I'm going to be the one to. So it's like self-fulfilling and this the stress. Sometimes we actually end up creating like, I'm not going to call people out, but I have a family dynamic and within my family where it's like some somebody's going to, it seems like somebody's going to create a problem a lot, a lot of times when we get together in, in an extended family situation. And 
and if if you're listening, I love all you guys. I just want you to know that. But but it seems right. like sometimes everyone's worried about maybe one person going into the holidays. Right. But then what ends up happening is there can be like a, a blowout of multiple other people who you didn't suspect things come from because right. everyone was like stressed going into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what one of the things we want to talk about is number one, how does that affect a stress our, or how does that stress affect our health? Oof. And then I want to finish up today with really then how what do we do? How do we can take control of this through our lifestyle? Yep. Because like for us to say, oh, a lot of stress mental. So just change your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Just change the way you've been thinking all your life. Just change it. But yeah. actually we can use our physiology and we can use our, ha- our, our, our lifestyle habits to change our physiology. And yes. when your physiology changes, your perception of things begins to change because your physiology begins to affect your psychology. That is gold. So you reverse engineer the problem. Yes. You can't change your thoughts, change your physiology. Your physiology will change your psychology. Yes, that is gold. That is absolute gold. I love what you said there. I'm literally going to like pull that clip out and just replay it and make a meme out of it or something because that is absolute gold. And you know what? I have to say this too. You're (laughs) welcome. (laughs) Listen, don't turn the show off yet. We got more gold (laughs) coming. But no, listen, I, um, and, and I, I, like, I love this. I've seen therapists off and on for years. And, um, I remember having a very specific conversation with a therapist where he thought that nutrition, could not ever affect if you had if if you were feeling anxious or not um or you know just or your mental capacity at all like he said that there's no, there was no connection between men, you know like your mental state and your physiology what you what you eat how you create your environment like those things ha- and don't your have mental a state is actually only a reflection of your physiology mostly yes. i yes. mean if you can swallow a chemical like an antidepressant and it affect your psychology, you know, your thought process, then how in the world does swallowing food not affect it? Yes. Right? Yes. And that connection, like somebody right now, like light bulbs are going off. And this is making a lot more sense to them. This The connection between stress and your lifestyle. So moving on, because I want to make sure we get to the part where we yes. make it practical. <laughs> right. So number one, how does stress affect current situations we already have? So um, let's go through these. I'll take the first one, which is heart disease. Because stress directly increases your heart rate and blood flow, it can release more cholesterol, more triglycerides into your bloodstream, and it can start to narrow your arteries, do things. So literally, Mayo Clinic, disease conditions, heart disease, you start reading through it, you're going to find out that stress actually has a multiplying effect on heart disease, meaning if you have heart disease, that what researchers have long suspected is that more stress you have, the higher risk of heart problems because of the physiological effects that stress has on the current condition you're already dealing with. Asthma. Ugh, asthma. Okay, this one is going to break your heart as a parent a little bit. Um, many studies have shown that stress can worsen asthma, and one study in particular has states that parents in a stressful situation or who have specific parenting attitudes can become a source of stress that affects the onset and course of their child's asthma. Ooh, so your your kids having an asthma attack that's not sports induced, it's because you were yelling at them on the way to the sporting event. Yes. And all of a sudden their asthma got worse. Now, where did yes. that come from? That came out of the Bio Psychosocial Medicine Journal. Thank so you. For- <laughs> the exact thing that we just yep. said yep. is biology, psychosocial, it's it's affecting our, our social aspects and our psychology 
but our biology is being affected by what? Stress, and then we're going to show you how to change this. So obesity, diabetes, headaches, you name the condition, what the research says is that they're all worsened by stress. So what we're going to do in, in the next you know, couple, couple uh, parts of this here, the next couple segments is we're going we're gonna to be going through and talking about mindset, talking about stress management techniques, but talking about chiropractic's role, talking about um, food and talking about exercise's role and how and what can we do? What is the practical steps to be doing during the holidays to make sure that we're combating this stress? Look at our website, AlignHealthCenter.com, to schedule an appointment. You can schedule a new patient appointment, or you can give us a call at 513-755-3583. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC. You're listening to Align Your Health, and we're talking about stress and specifically holiday stress, and I just want to, uh, you know, I just want to re-address um, this, that we've talked about stress in the past, we've talked about nutrition in the past, we've talked about um, mindset in the past, all, all these different shows. Sure, yeah. So if you're listening today and you're like, oh, man, I wish they dove into that part a little deeper, go back to our podcast. We did. Yeah, we, we have, and, and we will we continue to. Yeah. But go back to our podcast on um, drryanlive.com. And click on podcast, click on uh, up in the top menu, then podcast, or search Align Your Health on your podcast app and listen to the old topics. If you're listening, you want to reach out to us. Um, you know, we did two great shows last week. We got a lot of calls when it came to spinal related stuff because of so many people dealing with pain. And I think the holidays, they want to feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And so we had a lot of people reaching out to us because they want to feel good for the holidays. Right. If that's you and, and you know, stress, obviously you know that, that this is something you want to work on too and you're going to listen to the rest of this segment so you can really understand how to combat it. But if you're looking to just get some relief and enjoy the holidays, call us at 513-755-3583 or go on the web and go to AlignHealthCenter.com, schedule a new patient appointment. We leave five spots a week open specifically for the first five people who – um, schedule an appointment there. And then last week we saw 20 new patients. And so it was an awesome week and just really exciting. So if you want to be one of those five, uh, make sure you go on and do that before uh, the show's over. Or as soon as you get home, if you're driving around. Yeah, yeah. So don't do it while you're driving. <laughs> the holidays, why are they stressful? Why? Because we take three days of what should be fun and enjoyment and turn it into two and a half to three months worth of obligations. Yes. We 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 uh, feel like we have to go to the obligatory holiday party for work, the holiday party for the neighborhood, the holiday party for family, the the the, the Thanksgiving, the friendsgiving, the this other family's fa- Thanksgiving. <laughs> Am I right? You're so right. right? The, the school the, the school play, the school the New Year's party, the other friends party. <laughs> we have a friend who has a New Year's Day party the next day, and like. You got to get your workout in because it's it's January first and all this stuff and it's like, it's dude, so I get good. I'm exhausted just thinking about all the obligations and so like yeah. number one one of the best things you can do and I and I hate to be like uh, Scrooge here, <laughs> or or better yet the Grinch I guess is more fitting for this time of year but. You're allowed to say no. Yeah, you're allowed to say no. And that's hard for me. I'm a yes monster. So, you know, yes, you're allowed to say no sometimes. And 2018, I had to forget what year it was. 2018 was the year of no. And we started off 
saying that this year. It was the year of no for us. We really had to work on learning how to say no well, to some things. Well, because we wanted to say yes to some other things. Because we wanted to say we yes to the important yes stuff. to doing some more travel and mm-hmm. you know getting involved with the mastermind group, doing the radio show. Right. Like, this is a commitment. And so in order to say yes to doing the radio show, we had right. to say no to a lot of things, especially yeah. you know having our Tuesday afternoon or uh, sorry, our Sunday uh, afternoons free. I, absolutely. So now we're no fun at all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, we had, we, yeah, you had to say no. And you know what? I think the big thing, and this is a little bit off topic, but I'll give you this nugget anyway. Um, we had a coach who at the beginning of the year said, you are going to see how successful you are by the list of things that you say no to, not the list of things you say yes to. Ooh. Wow. So that, that was a nugget right there. Yeah. If you guys want to have a successful holiday season, not be stressed out and not feel overwhelmed, if that is typically you, then this year, your goal is to pick and make a list of the things you're going to say no to. Yep. The party last year that you did not want to go to, that goes on the list. Yeah. The, um, you know what I mean? The, what? I, honestly, some of you guys need to start saying no to buying everyone a gift. Yeah. Because that's stressful. Right. You need to say like immediate family members only this year and we're not buying gifts for 90 million people. Right. Or we're only going to go to certain parties or whatever. Like, honestly, the I mean, as an employer, I feel obligated to like do something special for my employees over the holiday, do a holiday party. But they would probably just rather have like more like a like a nice bonus. Like a a nicer bonus than than they probably don't want to show up and have to hang out with me necessarily. (laughs) I mean, they get to see me after the holidays. I'm sure they'd love to hear how the holidays went. We're a delight to hang out with. (laughs) So, I mean, there's some things like that that you have to ask yourself is this something like the people I'm going to be around is my number one is my presence actually going to make that big of an impact? Number two, do the people I'm inviting actually want to come to something like this? And, you know, does my, is this going to affect, is this going to take my spouse and I, or t- the time away from my kids is going to take my family in the direction I want it to go. Yep. Um, yep. We even have friends, friends that I love to be around that we have to make decisions sometimes. Like we're not going to get in the habit of doing this with them every single week. Right. Yes. Even though we love doing it every now and then. Right. That we could get in the habit of like, hey, you know, making X, Y, and Z commitment on a regular basis. And it's like, we love them. But for our family and protecting our family's time, we got to take our family into a certain direction. Absolutely. That brings us to, you know, mindset. And the way we think our mindset really has a powerful influence on what we stress about really and our response to stress. So studies are suggesting that the stress mindset is a distinct and influential variable in determining our stress response. So part of what we were just talking about is getting your mindset prepared going into the holiday. When we were on break, you had a nugget there that you were talking about uh, with oh, anxiety. Well, well, so so we're talking about we probably have – what do we have here? Four stress management s- strategies, right? Like we're talking about four different strategies. Um, and, and listen, this is tip of the iceberg stuff. So we said we're going to give you some practical things to walk away with. Um, Here's a, here's some tip of the iceberg in, in terms of. Well, hold on. Yeah. I want I want to caution people. Yeah. All right. I'm going to caution you on this because I've been guilty of this, and I think that we've all been guilty of it. But some of these things are so practical that you'll never do them. Yes. Because you think that they're so practical and simple that you're like, well, that makes sense. But the power of it isn't actually doing it. Yep. Like, for instance, for instance, 
a habit of mine is get up – like this is not on the list, but I'm just using an example. Sure. A habit of mine is, well, if I woke up early in the morning and just drank as much water as I could between when I wake up and when I get into the shower or whatever – um, I would get a lot of my water consumption out of the way early in the day when I get busy. I will forget about it. Practical works when I'm doing it consistently. I feel amazing. Very easy to get out of the habit and never do, even though that I know it's something practical and that I should do every single day. Absolutely. I'll give you another one. Um, so another one for me would be uh, doing certain tasks as soon as I'm done with my uh, shift adjusting shifts. Like if there are certain things that I go right away, walk in the room and do, they only take me five to 10 minutes. Right. Boom. They're off my list. They're done. Everything goes better. I'm more successful in other areas because of it. Employee asks me a question. Someone pulls me off topic here. Next thing you know, I don't do it. Becomes right. a major source of stress for me. Right. Right. Just so these rap. are practical steps yep. that I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to write these four down and to do them every single day and watch what changes. Don't write them down. Don't do them. You're going to be listening to us next year tell you to write them down again. <laughs> That's absolutely true. I think this first one, you explained this one beautifully. And um, and it, it is, it's so simple that it really seems stupid, and it's not stupid at all. Breathing deeply. So here, here's the thing. It sounds simple, but virtually everyone listening right now, we all breathe at about 60 to 80% less of the capacity than what we should be. We don't take big, deep breaths because we're not physically active. You're sitting at a desk all day. Your posture is slumped. You're breathing shallow. And so what I would recommend doing is set a timer on your phone to gently make a soft noise, like the whatever the one is, that like the whistling noise on somebody's phone or something like that, or set your Apple Watch or whatever to vibrate. I think there's a mm-hmm. one you can do to take three deep breaths every 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. And uh, that's the first one. The second one. Focus on the moment. Focus on the moment. And don't do this once you're already stressed because you, you're going to be like, focus on the moment. I'm too stressed. Like I can't settle down, blah, blah, blah. But be, be practical and, and try to. When you're having fun, when you're with your family, when you're doing something, get the phone off the table, keep it out of your pocket, and focus on the moment. Focus on the moment. You know, um, I, I had a I had someone share with me doing focusing on your five to bring you back into the moment. Focusing on those five senses that you have. So, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What can you smell? Name three things you can smell. Name three things you can feel right now. Whether it's you know air moving against you or your pants on your legs or you know whatever it is. And and I also this this is the nugget that you were talking about earlier in terms of focusing on the moment. That um, you know a lot of times depression is when you're looking back and you're having, you know, an emotional response to something that happened previously. And then anxiety is when you're looking forward and you're having an emotional response to something that's happening way off in the future that hasn't even happened yet. And in neither one of those are you focused on the moment. Right. And if you can just get yourself into the moment, that's key. Those are awesome. Uh, We got a couple more coming up. Right now you're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC, the talk station, and you're listening to Align Your Health. We're talking about stress in the holidays, plural, three of them. There's only three. (laughs) There's three days. (laughs) There's literally only three days, and we turn it into sabotage (laughs) and just kind of go on a 
health hiatus right and go off the rails and just to just disrupt life for a couple months <laughs> around the ideas of Jesus and uh, being thankful <laughs> and, being and thankful. so in 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 being thankful and honoring Jesus we eat poorly we stress out we right. consume too much alcohol and so I just want we you guys to focus out. on what's important and really um you know, seize the moment. One of the things we were talking about is practical steps. So we talked about breathing deeply. We talked about focusing on the moment, which I think mm-hmm. is so key. Mm-hmm. Enjoying where you're at. And I think, I, honestly, I just think the cell phone is the biggest disruption right now Ugh. to focusing on the moment. Yep. When you're with your family, put the phone away. Mm-hmm. Shut it off. Turn it on airplane mode when you're at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, just try to remove the temptation. You know what? Leave it in the car. Yep. It's always a good one. Yep. I, or or say it's you and a spouse. One of you leave it in the car. That way the other one feels guilty using it. <laughs> but you can still get contacted by the kids in an emergency situation or something. Right, right. You know, I mean, these are they, these sound silly, but I'm going to tell you that the, the power is in the utilization and actually doing it. And it's in the minutia. So you might yep. go, oh, he's so right. But you're about to get out of your car and go have lunch with your spouse right now. Leave your phone in the car. Right, yep. And watch yep. what happens and watch much, how much more productive that is when you're in the moment. All right. So what's another one? We talked about reframing the situation. And you don't want me to use this example, but I'm going no. to. <laughs> I'm going to. Because I think so I Ashley doesn't want me to use this example because I knew uh, you it. it's, because this, it, it's a little window into sometimes how we operate um, <laughs> and just where our values are, I right. would say. So this this weekend, we this past weekend, we were driving to visit um, some friends. Right. And we were driving to Chicago. And we got a late jump because life happens and our kids, you know, we need to take them yep. somewhere and do something. But we were driving to Chicago and I was getting ready to be miserable for five <laughs> hours because already I was irritated. We were leaving as late as we were. Right. And I mean, it was very evident in the first 10 minutes of the drive that it was not going to go well for five hours. It was not going to be a good drive. Nope. And uh, so unbeknownst to me, Ashley starts looking up airplane flights and finds some <laughs> inexpensive ones. And says, hey, we have a flight that will get there in an hour and a half. And, you know, we could course correct here, go down to Cincinnati, fly out. We'll be there by such such time, get there three hours earlier, two hours earlier, three hours earlier. Right. And I'm like, let's do it. And so reframing the situation, instead of being late, now we're going to be early. Right. And instead of spending five, six hours in the car, we're going to spend an hour and a half in an airplane. Right. And so sometimes you just have to look at... Getting stuck in traffic as an opportunity to make a phone call to the person that you need to say hi to. Right. And sometimes, listen, sometimes you can reframe your situation physically, like what we did this weekend, last weekend, um, where we literally like just change the parameters of what was happening. But sometimes reframing the situation really looks like, um, you know, a mental game change. And listen, my kids might hate this, but one of my favorite things to do when my kids are fighting, if I ever hear my kids say something mean to the other kid and, you know, um, I'm a perfect parent, so they never say anything mean to each other. But on the rare occasion when it happens, I know where you're going to say um, three nice things. I do. I make them say three nice things to, about the other the other, you know, sibling. To the other the other thing sibling. we used to do is if we used to make them hug until yeah, they, ma- they, they started laughing. They make them hug and, and, and then they start laughing. And, and, but I, but I think that that's huge. And te- like, if I say to my, if I say to my seven year old, reframe the situation. Let's be honest, you say it to me too. If I'm right. aggravated, you'll say, say, <laughs> say three nice things about me. Yeah, I do. But if, but if I ask, you know, my seven year old to, to reframe a situation, he's going to say, I don't even understand what that means. But if I say to him, listen, you're fighting with your brother, you're mad at him about, you know, whatever. Um, it, 
you have to say three nice things about him. Everything changes because then, then he's digging through his brain and thinking about, you know, the things that he loves about his brother. And So that leads into the next one, which is keeping our problems in perspective. And I find that a great way of doing this is literally taking out a pen and a piece of paper and writing down what could be worse in your life right now. Right. Right. Like yes. Think about your friends and family members who have and maybe this is happening to you where you have somebody in the family who's sick or something like that literally start writing down things that could possibly be worse. And you're like, well, it couldn't be any worse. I have a family member who's battling cancer. Well, they could all be battling cancer, all of your family members. Right, right. Right? Or like it could always be worse. I I ran into this. I got bit by a brown recluse spider and I was off work for two weeks and my leg was like the size of a, I don't know, it was huge. And it had a big hole in it. (laughs) And I was really frustrated. I wasn't in a good place mentally. I was thinking like, what could, like, what what do I have to be grateful for in this situation? Because right. God says to give thanks, be grateful in all things. And then I started having this like rush of thoughts come into my head. Well, well it could have been one of your kids who got bit instead. You could have got bit on the face, not on the leg, or you yeah. could have, you know, yeah. and all these thoughts, you could have got bit by 10 brown recluses, not one. <laughs> not one. And some of this sounds silly, but it's just true. And I had to reframe the situation. So I'll tell you one of the best ways to, I'll tell you one of the best ways to, Keep your problems in perspective, reframe the situation, and, the, and is change the situation um, by changing your physiology. So the next yes. couple of steps are about how do we change our physiology. And we have to go through these pretty quickly. So if you want more on these, go back and listen to these topics in our podcast because we talk about each yep. one of them. The first one, go back and listen to our podcast called The Greatest Health Principle That I Know and or listen to the ones that are specifically on chiropractic because proper spinal alignment and getting adjusted is the first step in reducing stress because your brain's the key organ in your stress response. And the, re- the, the, the connection between your mind, your brain, being stressed, and how it plays out in your physiology, the hormones it's producing, the shortness of breath, the heart rate going up, the blood pressure, that you literally have signals that are being conveyed through your body via nerves that go to all your organs. And so if you're if you're not under chiropractic care, if you're not getting adjusted, if you're not keeping healthy movement into your spine and keeping the proper alignment functioning well, then I guarantee you you're walking, because the research says you're walking around with physical stress on your nervous system. So regardless of whether you're you're heavily mentally stressed or not, any mental stress is going to manifest worse because there's physical stress taking place on your nerves and on your organs via the pressure that's coming from the spine and the nervous system. So getting adjusted, my patients, we actually, rather than getting adjusted less during the holidays because you're busy, we encourage them to get adjusted more because they're under more stress. Here's another yes. one. Another practical step, I, I, and again, I'm going to challenge every one of you guys listening on the radio, and some of you, as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, nope, not happening. <laughs> some of you are like, you know what? I'm up for the challenge, and watch what happens. Those of you who are up for the challenge, promise you, more productive, less, less stressful holiday season. You ready? Work out every day, first thing in the morning. So good. 30 you're off, minutes. You're off work anyway. Yep. Get up. 15 to 30 minutes, I want your heart rate up, your breathing rate up, and I want you sweating for the first 15 to 30 minutes every single day. I don't care if you wake up early, if you wake up late. What I do care is do not wake up so late that you can't get it in. Wake up 15 to 30 minutes every single day. This will be a game changer. But I'm on vacation. So what? Like You never have the time (laughs) for it when you're working and doing these other stuff, so now you have the time. 
You, I'm, I'm telling you, yep. those of you right now who know you're not going to do it, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the holidays. Watch what happens. Right. It's going to be more stressful. Those of you who are ready for the challenge, maybe you haven't even thought about this. Maybe this is like, man, I, 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 I was excited about the holidays, but I didn't even think like get up early and work out and take advantage of right. this. Half of all adult weight gain comes from holiday weight gain. The right. average person gains five pounds over the holidays. They only lose two and a half pounds of it after the holidays. Every year they put on two yeah. and a half pounds. Ten years later, they're 25 pounds heavier. All you have to do, don't even worry about the rest of your working out. I want you to just get through this holiday season choosing to work out every single day. And if you don't think 15 to 30 minutes will make a difference, do it anyway and, and see what it does. Literally. Do it anyway and see what it does. When is a workout good? When you feel some sweat. Absolutely. Motion creates emotion. When you move and and, and you get a good workout in, you feel good. When you feel good, you make better choices. When you make better choices in your food and in your daily habits and in your exercise, it changes your physiology. When you change your physiology, it changes your psychology. Yep. So that leads us to the last thing. Plan out some of your meals right. and choose the good things you're going to be eating. Don't fall victim to the idea of, I'm just going to try to avoid eating bad stuff. It's not going to happen. You're going yeah. to eat some bad stuff. Yep. Tell me what you are going to eat well and write down what you are going to eat well and what your plan of attack is for eating well through the holidays. Yep. Give us a call, you guys. We're excited to, to reach out and, and, and have you reach out and help you through the holiday season feel well and be well. Give us a call at 513-755-3583 and go to the web, alignhealthcenter.com. Schedule an appointment with us so that we can help you be healthy through the holidays. We have five slots open that we're going to be filling up as you guys call in now. Until next week, happy holidays.